0: The greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's word of grace, which is building you up from the inside out while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with his blood. This is your moment of grace.
1: Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. You know, we've been asking a question over the last few weeks, what's in a name? And we've discovered that names are very important, especially when we consider the names of God. We understand that name, onoma, it represents character, the nature, or even the scope of authority that a person or an individual holds. And when we understand the name of God, then it helps us to know His nature. It helps us to get a better understanding of His character, or even the realm or the scope of authority that He is willing to use for our benefit. Now, when you're discussing the names of God, there are really more names than we would ever have time to effectively cover on this platform. However, there are eight names that are referred to as the redemptive names of God. And those are the names that we want to look at in this particular study. See that word redemptive, the word redemptive, it comes from the root word redeem. The word redeem actually means to rescue or to recover that which has been lost. In other words, The redemptive names of God, it represents those things that we have lost when Adam sinned. You know, when Adam sinned, it cost us a great deal. And when you think in terms of the redemptive names of God, it represents the things that we lost when Adam sinned, but were recovered through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Think about it for a moment the name El Elyon, the most high God. The truth of the matter is God was El Elyon before Adam's sin and God was still El Elyon after Adam's sin. He was the most high God before Adam's sin and he was still the most high God even though sin had entered the world. So because of that, El Elion would not be considered a redemptive name of God because it does not represent something we lost when Adam sinned. However, the name Jehovah Sitkanu, the name Jehovah Sitkanu, the Lord, our righteousness, that is a redemptive name of God because think about it. When Adam sinned, our righteousness was lost. In his action, but that righteousness that was lost through the sin of Adam, it was recovered. It was rescued by the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary's cross. See, understand that righteousness was lost in Adam, but righteousness was rescued or recovered in Jesus Christ. Therefore, making the name Jehovah canoe a redemptive name of God because that name represents something that was lost. We lost our place of righteousness when Adam sinned, but it also represents something that was recovered through Jesus because in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, we who were not righteous were made righteous through the finished work of Jesus. So these redemptive names, they are so important. And when you begin to understand them, when you begin to walk in the revelation of those redemptive names of the Father, those redemptive names of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it will literally change your life forever. Think about this for a moment. When you consider the 23rd Psalm, the 23rd Psalm, I believe, is one of the greatest psalms ever penned in the whole Bible. But even as you consider this particular psalm, I believe that one of the reasons the psalm is so powerful is the fact that it makes reference literally to all eight of the redemptive names of God. When you look at this particular psalm, it is so amazing because all of the redemptive names of God, all of them can be found in the 23rd psalm. Think about this for a moment. David, this I, I like to call David an old an old covenant patriarch with the new covenant spirit because it is amazing to me how God revealed to David all that Jesus would recover for us some hundred years, hundreds of years rather, before Jesus even arrived on the scene. And now possessing that revelation, David in turn writes the 23rd Psalm. And within the 23rd Psalm, you see all eight of the redemptive names of God right there in that particular psalm. That's why I believe this is and will always be one of the greatest psalms that has ever been written before. Think about it. It starts off in verse number one saying, "'The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want.'" Well, there it is, the first name, Jehovah-Rohi, which is the Lord, our shepherd. Understand, the shepherd, he directs us. The shepherd, he protects us. The shepherd, he provides for us. And all of this, when Adam sinned, we lost all of that. But thanks be unto Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, because everything That was lost in Adam, it was recovered in Jesus Christ. So we see right there the first, the first redemptive name of God, Jehovah Rohi, the Lord our shepherd. But in that first verse, it also says, uh, Because the Lord is our shepherd, I shall not want, I shall not lack. Why? Because the shepherd provides. There goes the second name. There goes the second redemptive name, Jehovah-Jireh. Jehovah-Jireh, the Lord will provide, or I like to say it like this, the Lord is our provision. That's the awesome thing about having a relationship with God through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because through Jesus, he doesn't just give us what we need, but he literally becomes what we need. He doesn't just provide for us, but he himself is literally our provision. So there it is. In the first verse, we have Jehovah-Rohi, the Lord, our shepherd. We have Jehovah-Jireh, the Lord, our provision. But in verse two, the Bible says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures And he leads me beside the still waters. Now, notice the Bible says he makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside the still waters, which refers to a place of peace that speaks of Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. It is so amazing because when Adam fell in sin, we lost our place and position of peace with our father. But through our savior, Jesus Christ, through our Lord, our savior, Jesus, who died on Calvary's cross, our peace, which was lost through Adam, was rescued and restored through this act of Jesus. So understand, understand, he says Jehovah Shalom. I'm in verse number two, the Lord, our peace. He, he makes us lie down in green pastures and he leads us beside the still waters. You know, I, I like what Isaiah, the prophet says in Isaiah 54 and 10, because he says, for the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace Be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. It is so amazing that when you look here in the first two verses of that 23rd psalm, we even see Jehovah Rohi, the Lord our shepherd. We see Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, or the Lord is our provision. But we also see jehovah shalom and i love how the prophet isaiah says that this covenant of peace that is ours because of jesus christ this covenant of peace shall never be removed from our lives see i just think that this 23rd psalm it's a powerful storm because it contains all eight of the redemptive names of our God. Look at verse number three and it says, he restores my soul. Did y'all catch that? He restores my soul. That word restores, it speaks of repairing that which is broken. He restores my soul or, 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 or it actually is saying that he, our God, is Jehovah Rapha the lord our healer or our position healer hallelujah come on family healing is not always physical sometimes healing is needed within our soul within our mind within our emotions within our intellect so so our heavenly father right here in the first 3 verses of the book of Psalm, the 23rd Psalm, we see the Lord Jehovah Rohi, the Lord, our shepherd. We see Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provision. We see Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. We see Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. But we also see Jehovah Sitkanu, the Lord, our our righteousness, because it's right there again in verse number three. Not only does he restore my soul, but he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, for his name's sake. Hallelujah. But look at verse number four. The Bible says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Well, there goes another redemptive name of our father. He says, for thou art with me. That is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there or the Lord is present. You do know that when Adam sinned, man was cast out of the garden. Hallelujah. Cast out of the presence of our God. But that which was lost through Adam has been restored through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So the fourth verse lets us know that he is Jehovah Shammah. Look at verse number five. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Understand, in the presence of my enemy, he says I will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. That lets us know he is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner, or the Lord, my victory. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 2 and 14 says, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. We see Jehovah Rohi, hallelujah, the Lord, my shepherd. We see Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provision. We see Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. We see Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. Jehovah Sitkenu, the Lord, our righteousness. Jehovah Shama, the Lord who is present. And Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our, our banner or the Lord, our victory. But then the Bible says again, hallelujah, this is so powerful. He says that, that you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy and you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over there. You see the name Jehovah mekadish the Lord who sanctifies when he anoints our head with oil, he is then the Lord who sanctifies. Well, what's the big deal, Bishop? I see all of those names and, and I hear what you're saying. What is the big deal? Well, understand many of us know and understand that we have Jesus But most of us don't realize all that's actually included in this package when we receive Jesus as our personal Lord and savior. In other words, it is so important that we operate with the revelation that through Jesus, we have Jehovah Rohi. We have the Lord who is our shepherd. Through Jesus, we have Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who is our provision. Through Jesus, we have Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Through Jesus, we have Jehovah Sitkanu, the Lord who is our righteousness. And thank God, we also through Jesus have Jehovah Shama, the Lord who is always presence. Even when you're walking through the valley and the shadow of death, he is with you. And then according to verse number five, we have Jehovah Nisi in the form of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the Lord, our victory, the banner of victory that we live, that we do life under. And then of course, through Jesus, we have Jehovah Mekedesh, the Lord who sanctifies. It is so amazing. It is so amazing because when you study the word of God in Psalm 138 and verse two, God says that he will magnify his word above his name. Jesus is the living word. Did y'all catch that in the beginning was the word, but then in verse 14 of John's gospel chapter number one, it says the word became flesh. So Jesus is the living word. And when you call the name of Jesus, God says that he magnifies Jesus above all of those eight redemptive names. In other words, please hear me today. When you begin to understand how awesome it is to walk in the revelation that Jesus, that, 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 that God, he is our shepherd, that, that God, he is our provision, our peace, our healing, our righteousness. He is present with us. He is our victory. He is the one who sanctifies us. When you begin to understand that and then understand that God has magnified Jesus above all of that, then you'll begin to understand that one Jesus is greater than all eight of those other names put together. Hallelujah. Because in Christ Jesus, you get it all. In Christ Jesus, you get the shepherd. In Christ Jesus, you get the healer, the the, the righteousness. You get it all in Christ Jesus. We're going to look at all of these names and we're going to look at them individually because there's so much to offer when you begin to walk in the revelation of who our God is. And I'm just excited about it because I know that as we walk through these names, your faith is going to ignite like never, ever before. As you begin to understand his nature, as you begin to understand his character, as you begin to understand the scope of authority that he is always willing to use for your benefit. Because anything that his name represents, it is something that he is never, ever unwilling to manifest in each and every one of our lives. So make sure that you're with us in our next podcast as we begin to break down all eight of these redemptive names of our awesome God. Hallelujah. Listen, family, thanks for connecting today. I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this has been your Moment of Grace.
0: Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homer worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments, and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of His awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through His finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by His tremendous love.